Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Ukrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical and manifest the business of your dreams. So today we have a full moon in Aries and Aries can be a little hot-headed and fast-paced and impulsive um, but also really action-oriented, um, but can be a little bit feisty at times. And so with this full moon, it's really time to sort of like let go of the things, surrender, lean into like the flow of everything that you've been working on since the beginning of the month with the new moon. And this moon reading was brought to you by Magic of Eye um, Astrology Planner. Um, if you'd like to get your hands on one of these planners and learn to work with the energy of the moon, you can do so at Magic of Eyes website and the code Kim Akrig, K-I-M-A-K-R-I-G-G, will get you 10% off. Today on the show, I had the pleasure of interviewing Janisha Alora. Um, she is the founder of Soul Rich Woman and is a serial entrepreneur and an advocate for women running their own business. Janisha is a former Miss Singapore and Southeast Asia Woman of Excellence 2010. She's the founder of Soul Rich Women, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia, and her vision is to empower one million women. She is passionate about helping women take their business from offline to online and building their brand. Welcome to the show. Um, do you want to, to start off with, do you want to tell me about your morning routine? Oh, uh, so every time I wake up, every uh, time I do the morning routine, I would usually do about 30 minutes of um, like self-reflection and affirmation to kind of start the day. Mm -hmm. So that's what usually I do. And then from there, I would do another 30 minutes of um, really looking at my to-do list, which I did the previous night. Yeah. Uh, so the night before, I would write down, okay, what are the things that I did great, the, the things I did good. So because my aim is always to improve 1% every single day so yeah. that I can be a better version of myself every single time. Um, I don't. I don't usually tell myself, oh, you know, improve like two times or three times. But I think if just one percent every single day is manageable, and over like ten, twenty years, it's like way more than what I used to be before. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. First of all, can you tell me sort of a little bit about your journey and how did you get to where you are now? Oh wow! So I. I was. I'm not running. Uh, I'm not running Solid Woman mm -hmm. now. Solid Woman is the female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia, and we are connecting about two hundred thousand women across the region. So right now, that's what I'm doing. Before this, I was a cafe retail chain owner. Um, I started business from scratch, from zero. Uh, we were in three countries. We were in Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. We had. 18 licensees and franchisees. Um, so I was managing that all in, um, I was managing that in Indonesia while my partners were in like Singapore and Malaysia. So for me during that time, even though I was successful, I was running a cafe retail chain, then later on we exited to a public listed company. Um, for me, I just always felt that something was missing mm -hmm. because before I was a cafe retail chain owner, I was already coaching and mentoring women in terms of image and grooming and confidence. So I kind of took a break away from that while focusing on building like a, a you know, business retail chain. So 
when I was based in Indonesia for two years, uh, while I was doing my cafe business, my heart was empty, right? Mm. I, was, my, I was doing this soul-searching thing and I turned on my webcam, I had my internet and I run this whole thing called the webinar. So, so I always call it webinar Wednesday. <laughs> so I run this webinar Wednesday with zero viewers uh, when I was there and it started, I mastered the F word, funnels. Mm. and Facebook ads. Right. And by doing these two F words, okay, I kind of brought in more and more people to um, watch the webinars. I shared my real business experience uh, running retail uh, business as well as online business and you know how I made my $100,000 in three months, um, $1 million in one year. So I kind of started doing that. So zero to first hundred to the first one thousand viewers, and then the rest is history. So I, while I was doing my cafe business, I was kind of moonlighting um, my my online thing, which is my Soul Rich Woman online community. I was former Miss Singapore in two thousand and six, um, and I support myself through school since I was fourteen. Yeah. So my philosophy is always. The why must be bigger than the how. And yeah. that has always been an, uh, something that I truly believe in, even up till today. Because no matter what happens, if you have the big why, no matter what happens to you, you fall into the darkest pit or darkest zone of your life, you always have something to pick you up and just keep going. So that has always been um, something that's keep me, been keeping me going. And I really think that my mom, my dad, and my brother are my biggest motivator mm -hmm. like uh, doing online now it's giving me so much more freedom mm -hmm. um, I can travel I get to travel I get to eat whatever I want you know do whatever I want and then uh, still be able to spend time on doing my brother's graduation you know all my, my parents sick you know I was able to bring them to the hospital or to keep them company you know bring, go, go with them on holidays so things like that has allowed me to live the life that I truly am passionate about so um, that's why in Soul Rich Woman I say that women can have it all the F word which is being fabulous having freedom and financial independence I love that it's amazing. Um, I've always thought like to achieve really big things, like you do need a really big why because that's like what's going to drive you forward. So like what would you say your why is? Yeah, earlier on I mentioned my, my why is my mom, mm. my dad and my uh, brother. So I have a younger brother. Mm. So right now for me, I think there are two whys. Yeah. One is these, my, my family. The other piece is when I see women, they are so excited. They, they are doing stuff. They are doing life. You know, to me, that is a big why as well. When I see their lives transformed. Mm -hmm. So because I really can believe, believe that when a woman changes her life, her entire community benefits. So that is what I see um, in terms of transformation for the women and that, that keeps me going. So we have this lady who is a stay-at-home mom for 10 years. Mm -hmm. She has been uh, kind of like going round and round circles. She has been like chief family officer. She mm -hmm. gave up a career 10 years ago. She was an art director in a creative agency rising ranks through her corporate world. But because of family, she gave up. She went into just, you know, learning, uh, cooking for family, taking care of family. And 10 years, she was doing just that. So she was looking around and she found us, Soul Rich Woman. She joined us. And in two months, less than two months, she started an online 
I don't know if you love if this is that curry in Australia, but there is this um chili paste that she made homemade, and she started selling online. Yeah. And it's her own um, grandmother hand-me-down recipe. So it's very exclusive. It's very, very tasty, very healthy. There's no salt, no sugar, but the spices are like so flavorful. And less than two months, she's selling like four figures already. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> wow. So it's possible when I see women like that, 10 years to them, they don't want to be, she told me, you know, Janisha, I don't want to be the fat lady because usually when we associate women, when you are just doing nothing, you're just sitting there on the couch and you're putting on weight and eating on eating potato chips. I mean, nothing wrong. But just, <laughs> just I don't want to be like that, you know, just sitting on a couch and watching TV. I want to do more of my life. So I, I can see that women can have it all. So the F word. Yeah. Fabulous, freedom, and financial independence. is my, yeah. the other big why. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, I saw a, lo- a Facebook Live that you posted about speaking about like the difference between sort of like working in your business and working on your business. And I think it's such an important distinction to make. So can you speak a bit to that? Wow. I love... And I used to be in the business because we, we feel that we are important. And usually by being a CEO um, or founders of our own businesses, we are our own bottlenecks. So I think that we must be aware. So being in business, um, because we don't really sometimes feel empowered to hand over other things also because we are holding on. You know, we think that we can do better than our virtual assistants or we can do better than other people. So we kind of ha- hold on and hang on to many things. But I've learned over the years um, with mentoring and coaching as well by my other mentors. That means I also have my own mentors. Mm-hmm. They told me that I need to be on the business. And by being on the business means that you must know, learn and love to delegate Two, be able to function in your zone of genius. Three, you must be able to be willing to let your team make the mistakes that you already saw it coming. (laughs) So so that is really an art. Um, I think by mastering that, um, first thing was to learn how to let go Mm. and uh, kind of like listing out the task that needs to be done Mm. and who can do it. Um, Really doing that. So I love teaching women how to delegate out their to-do list. Like if you can delegate out 80%, up to 90% of your to-do list, it's going to be super amazing. Now, the coolness of being able to do that is because by being on top of the business, you will be able to focus on what you love to do the most, which is important, the profit monetizing part of the business Mm -hmm. and not the... um, cost center part of the business. Uh, I've seen many female entrepreneurs get stuck in the cost center activities and not doing sales and marketing, which is the livelihood of the entire business. So I think that's one piece that I think is very important as well. Last but not least, um, really learn to delegate, really, really super learn how to delegate. Um, I think that a lot of women keep telling me, Oh, you know, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't. I don't think I can do it. VAs are, you know, I don't think I. I don't even know how to even start. Right. So here's a quick tip. First thing, do you go spa? Do you do massages? 
Do you do like um, your eyelashes? Do you do like your mani-pedi? Do you buy clothes every single month? Do you like pamper yourself, literally? If the answer is yes, then I'm sure you have $50 hiding somewhere in your bag. So take out the $50, outsource maybe five hours a week, okay, and then of five hours a month, to the bookkeeper or to the helper who can take care or babysit your child for you or to even take care of that task that you don't like doing. Okay, by doing so, you free up five more hours of your time and then get used to that, um, doing something that you love, either taking care of yourself or taking care of your business. So I think that's where you can even get started. Oh yeah, such a good idea. Um authenticity is like such a big buzzword at the moment and do you have any advice for women who are building like personal brands on how to come across as authentic in their business i think authenticity is um something that cannot be taught but it will be an overarching theme where what do you want to be known as or what do you want to be seen as online too many women when they have social media there will be like one person on linkedin one person on facebook and one person on instagram it's kind of like schizophrenic so <laughs> i mean like literally right so you want to be finding a theme that you want to be known for like i was running like eight businesses and I could be seen as the serial entrepreneur with online businesses, selling t-shirts. I was doing um, so many things, right? And, and my Facebook or my online social media could be confusing. But no, I didn't do that. So I found a way to express myself to, uh, for example, call myself, you know, give yourself a title or give yourself a name or probably describe it a little bit by doing so it gives an audience a sense of who you are the other piece is to show up consistently either with your podcast or your video content when i interviewed neil patel who is, who is the new york best-selling author and he's the like the c uh, seo guru he mm -hmm. He talks about creating content is for everybody, whether you are a mompreneur, a stay-at-home mom, or a female entrepreneur in any part of the world, you can create content. Just create content in the best way you know how. You don't have to do like a 1,000 word blog post if you don't really love to do it. Find the easiest way to get started and then keep going at it. And when I reflected upon what Neil Patel told me, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm really good at creating video content. I was doing Facebook Live and I was doing like Periscope and I was on it for like 3,000 episodes, you know. So by doing so, it helped me to establish the connection with my audience mm -hmm. and allowing that space for them to get to know me and uh, really, really in itself authenticity doesn't come just overnight just like rome was not being built in a single day so by showing up consistently by being there speaking the topic of your interest uh, i think that will definitely get you started but if you feel like oh video is so difficult for me um even podcasting is so difficult for me then get start somewhere like 500 word blog post or even just your social media content um every day right so something that keeps people engaged and let them peek into your world what exactly are you thinking about Mm, yeah so good um i think because when i speak to women i think so many people when they're at the beginning of their journey they really struggle with um like clarifying their brand like do you have any tips on like how you're if you're at the beginning like how to start figuring out what your brand is oh 
Okay, so so this topic about branding is is not just about your website, not about your colors, not about the logo. It's always about how do you um how do you perceive yourself and how do the world perceive you. Mm-hmm. So I wrote my book. My book is called Your Pro- Your Possible Personal Branding Secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wrote this book. Uh, this book quite a number of years ago and up to today we've updated the content into the online part and I realized that um, the part about building branding has gone way beyond just like I mentioned yeah there are seven steps to it so let me just share with you two steps I think is very important first yeah. is always to create a memorable hook a lot of times when you talk about branding people it's, it's very big word that people are so afraid of but are you able to let people remember you um, mm-hmm. when they land on your Facebook or when they land on your social media or your website or wherever case they may be even your funnels are they able to remember who you are and what you stand for I think that is key so mm-hmm. if if they are like researching for a mentor and a coach and they are searching like 10 business mentors or a coach or 10 photographers like yourself then what will make you stand out, right? What will make them remember you? So I think it's very important to always find that memorable hook regardless of whichever platform you're on. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing. The second thing that I really think that you can work on is being consistent in showing up, which I've mentioned earlier because consistency beats it all. Um, it's, it's not just putting your thing into a scheduler and then schedule it to social media, but like I said, being consistent is like, is there video content? Is there podcasting? Is there a blog? Is there some form of um, uh, post that is really showing people what is on your mind and what you're really good at by giving value? And although value right now is a very big buzzword as well, but value can be just simplified into that one thing that solves the problem for your customers immediately. Because everyone is saying that, you're going to give an ebook, you're going to give this, give that, but whatever the case may be, so what, right? It can be anything that's something that can solve the problem for the customer immediately. And by giving the best value, they will know exactly what you are capable of. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I were to pay you 5000 or $20,000, what more value would I be able to get out of you with just this, uh, besides and above and beyond the free content I've received? Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Um, I think especially when women kind of are starting like their entrepreneurial journey, it can be really intimidating for them to step into a leadership role. So do you have any advice for women who are kind of looking to empower themselves in that way? Wow. When, when I was talking to Cheryl Sandberg, a COO of Facebook and the author of Lean In, mm. um, she talks about being unapologetically ambitious. That means there's, there's no need to be afraid and there's no need for you to hold back because the time is now, right? What are you waiting for? I mean, sitting there on the fence does not benefit you in your career, in your leadership role, right? And of course, if you are that afraid, it's always to find a mentor who can give you some kick-ass advice and action steps to even get started. So I think, you know, is to really take action Quit thinking and start doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. Um, What are some challenges you found in building an online business and working with a team remotely? Well, one of my biggest challenges is to 
I think be able to manage and build the team um, spirit and motivation because sometimes VAs, they're not there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always, uh, you know, they're not there with you. They're not sitting in the office next to you. Mm-hmm. You must learn how to trust them. So over the years, I've learned how to trust and empower, hire quickly, uh, fire, uh, hire slowly, fire quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you must be you must be willing to do that and not hold on to someone and just thinking that um, they they are good. So I always start with a very good hiring process. So I have this on my website, which is like twenty five questions that you must ask any VA when you're doing an interview with them, and then give them some test task. Mm-hmm. so that they can actually get started with you and then always tell them that they're on probation, for example, and always get them going first uh, and before hiring in, them in fully. Also looking into the vision and alignment of that uh, relationship with them, whether they're in just for the money because there are some VAs, they're, always, they're always asking, oh, how much am I going to be paid? They're mm-hmm. always asking the money question first. Most likely, I will not hire the person because I find that you need you did not even consider um, you know, how do you help the person succeed? But rather, you're always asking about the money, then the person's out, right? Of course, eventually we discuss about the payments, but that part um, we can always discuss later, but not at the front, right? So, so that's some of the pieces that we look at. And then the um, having a project management tool really helped me to manage a team of 21 yeah. virtual assistants uh, remotely. And I think that really, really teaches me how to, you know, have weekly meetings with them. I have daily, I don't really do daily meetings anymore, mm-hmm. but I have daily meetings with team leaders, like you know, how's things going, how's the team doing. Mm-hmm. And then we have like a weekly meeting. Are we meeting the monthly objectives for the clients? And then how do we grow the, the projects that we are doing on hand? Is there some problems that you're facing? So that's how we communicate. So really don't let them think that you, they're going to read your mind. You always be on the ball and sharing with them what's on your mind instead. I think that will really help um, your team to understand you and they know that you're not just, you know, going to disappear anytime. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I feel like the world of digital marketing is really like shifting a lot at the moment. And I was just wondering, what do you think it's going to be like in the future? I think right now, social media is the big wave. I think community is next. So if you're not building a community yet, I think that part is super important. So really look into um, building a community. I think community is not just being having a fan a follower or just a like or a thumbs up on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. It's like really people who believe in your vision, who believe the movement. So by this whole thing, I would say you must be first a charismatic leader. Mm-hmm. Two, you must have a movement. Three, you must have a new vehicle to bring them to that new purpose that they're looking into. Mm-hmm. So for example, in Soul Rich Woman, I'm usually the, the leader, but mm-hmm. I don't. I have a kind of like a manifesto that moves the women by wearing their superpowers on them. So when they join Soul Rich Woman, they they will start to believe that they own and they can have the F word, right? Yeah. Being fabulous, having freedom, and financial independence. So this whole thing shifted their mentality. It's like Superwoman and Wonder Woman wearing their cape. Mm. So when they're at stay at home or they are female entrepreneur, they're alone. They are lonely. They're doing own stuff. But the moment they join in, they, they wear on their they put on their capes and then they are like, Ta-da! you know, they're really good at what they're doing. So by being able to shift them, they become a part of your your community, mm-hmm. right? By being a part of culture, and by doing so, they'll be able to spread this culture forward even more so, right? So then, by doing that, this community thing can only 
grow bigger and not smaller. And that's why we are, we've managed to grow um, to about 200,000 mm-hmm. uh, members within the community. I would say we are uh, working very hard to, to do that and we are still continuing to uh, you know, to do it because we really believe that alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Oh, I love that so much because especially entrepreneurship is so lonely sometimes. Like you're spending so much time working by yourself and it's so important to have like a community of people who understand what you're going through. Yeah. Um, so what's your vision for the next couple of years? What are you working on? Oh, so for me, I, I still want to do Soul Rich Woman. I want to grow to... Uh, more countries now and then uh, I think that's why we're also doing this um, interview. I think the other piece I want to work on is to help more women to scale their business. I think scaling up means like um, how do we get women to be invested by um, growing their business. Like for example, there's this fitness studio that is um, Singapore. Mm-hmm. We are helping her to structure the whole business so that she can be evaluated at $2 million and then we bring in investors to help her to grow. We have another business owner who is running a FMB business mm-hmm. and we are helping her to structure her business to exit as well. So a lot of women don't know how to do that. They know how to, they probably heard of how to start an online business or how to do a, a business, you know, but there's no real, not really many people who know how to structure the business to sell or structure the business to, to grow even bigger. Yeah, so I think um, that's something that I really love to do like because we have built a cafe retail chain and then exited to a public listed company. And like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but you know, you just need to know, have to know, just need to have to know how to get there. Oh yeah, 100%. And are you going to be coming to Australia anytime soon? Well, I would love to visit. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Um, I've got a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Um, what is your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book is actually Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, yeah, such a good one. Um, your star sign? I'm a Gemini. Amazing, I love that. And your favorite place to travel to? Oh, Vietnam. I love Vietnam. I love Hanoi. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, you kind of mentioned before, but where can people connect with you online? Wow. Um, so I've put together two resources that I feel that is very important mm-hmm. that many um, people are asking. For first one is how do you build your personal brand? Yeah. And then the other one is how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list? So yeah. these two resources are available for download on the website at soulrichwoman.com, mm-hmm. S-O-U-L, R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com, soulrichwoman.com. And my name is Janisha Alora, spelled as G-E-N-E-C-I-A, like Janisha, Alicia, Felicia. So it's G-E-N-E-C-I-A, <laughs> Janisha Alora, A-L-L-U-O-R-A. Amazing. Well, we'll link it all up in the show notes so everyone can find it there as well. But amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So there you have it. I will link up the freebies that Janisha mentioned in the show notes. If you want to find them, you can find them on my website. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Bye for now.